Welcome to another episode of The Impolite Psychologist. So over the last couple of weeks, I have had this theme come up in both my professional life and in my personal life. And that is the theme of the carrot and the stick. Now, if you look up the concept of the carrot and the stick, you will find online either a cartoon or a drawing that has a donkey pulling a cart. Hanging by a rope in front of the donkey is a carrot. And behind the donkey in the cart is usually some type of driver who is whipping the donkey. And so the idea is, how do you get the donkey to move? Do you get him to move forward by chasing after the carrot that's hanging in front of him? Or do you get him to move forward by whipping him in the butt from behind? Now, a lot of business information came up when I Googled it and a lot of business people say both. But I think for the most part, most people live their lives by defaulting to either the carrot or the stick, meaning that you are motivated by an exciting, shiny future that keeps you running forward or you are motivated by negative things that are happening behind you, meaning that you do everything you can to avoid pain. It's a very sort of fear-based existence. And so I do believe that all people do both, but everybody kind of defaults to one over the other. And today I just kind of want to talk about how that all plays out in everyday life. So I first want to look at this intrapersonally, meaning how people deal with feelings inside of themselves. So a very simple example would be this. You get up in the morning, you go to put on your favorite pants, and you realize that you cannot button those pants. And so inside of yourself, you say, oh my gosh, I don't want to spend any more money on clothes. I need to lose weight fast. I can't even believe that my favorite pants don't button anymore. So in this case, you are avoiding the stick, which is having to buy new pants. Now, somebody who might be on the inside chasing a carrot would be like someone who's working out all the time in order to look the most fantastic that they possibly could in their upcoming wedding pictures. And so you can see that one way of dealing with weight is to avoid pain and the other way is to run towards a carrot. So that's a really simple example. But when we're talking about intrapersonally, the relationship with ourselves, there are all kinds of ways that people cope on the inside. 
And so an example of being motivated by the stick or avoiding the pain would be a person who's really good at berating themselves. And so things will happen in their lives and they will say negative things to themselves sometimes as a way to motivate, but basically it's their wanting to avoid the negative feelings that cause them to move forward. For example, saying things like, I'm such a loser because I didn't get that job, or I'm such a failure because I didn't make that relationship work, or whatever it is that people have to believe negatively about themselves in order to move in another direction. And I can give an example of this. When I was finishing my dissertation, um, I was taking a long time. I had some things going on in my life personally, but at the same time, it had to get done. And one of the things that happened along the way was that a friend of mine finished before me. And I always sort of had it in my mind that I would have been the first to finish because this friend had had some hiccups, had always sort of struggled in school more than I did. And when she finished before me, I had to think about that like, wow, you're so unmotivated that somebody who has struggled so long has finished before you. What is wrong with you? Are you ever going to finish? And so I had that conversation inside of myself when that happened. And I became worried that I, in fact, wasn't going to finish because if I was the better student and I hadn't finished and she was not as good of a student and she had finished, what did that say about me? And I became scared that maybe I wasn't as capable as I thought it was. And that propelled me forward to actually finishing. Now, this kind of self-motivation may get you through some tough things in life, but for the most part, it's probably not good for you long-term to be constantly beating yourself up on the inside, saying negative things to yourself to move forward. The other side of this are the people who are able to look on the inside and chase the carrot. They're able to say, wow, this job I'm doing really makes me happy. Maybe I do belong here. Maybe I've found my groove. Maybe the future is out there and it could be really great for me. I am where I should be. I'm trying my best. I'm doing well and I will move forward, right? All of these are sort of motivating statements on the inside that are more about chasing the carrot, going towards feeling this good feeling more in the future, feeling like you trust yourself and knowing that that feels wonderful and wanting more of that. And that's how the stick and the carrot play out intrapersonally. 
Now, interpersonally, talking about romantic relationships in particular, right? There are two ways that couples might deal with everyday situations. You have one member of the couple who is motivated to take out the garbage because if they don't, their partner is going to be upset and berate them. And that's a very superficial example of the stick being the motivator. Or the same situation, you could have a person who gladly takes out the garbage because they know that once they do that, their partner's going to praise them and be happy about their act of service to help around the household. And so that's a really superficial and easy example to understand. But I think this plays out in much bigger ways. And I know this being a woman that there are women who mid to late 20s, early to mid 30s, this age range in general is the time of life where a lot of women are looking around and determining where their friends are at in life and making comparisons if they are doing well enough romantically. So it might look something like this. Ooh, all of my friends are either engaged or married now, and I'm only dating. Or all of my friends are in long-term relationships, and they're probably headed towards a future with their partners, and I haven't even found a partner yet. Or, gosh, Everybody I know is married and having kids and I'm not there yet. What's wrong with me? And so a lot of times, and I, I speak specifically about women because women have a biological clock. If they are going to have kids, there is a window for that to happen. Now men can wait as long as they want or even people who don't want children can wait as long as they want to have partners, but women who plan on ever having children have a very small window. And even at the top end of that window, if you do not have a child by the time you are age 35, the doctor will tell you that you are a high risk pregnancy, meaning that anybody older than that has a chance of their child being messed up in some way because you're an old mother. And so women are always consciously aware of this and comparing themselves to all the people around them. And so avoiding that, avoiding being too old to have children or too old to get married or too old to be getting engaged. That is the stick that prevents people from wanting to stay single any longer. 
And I do see it in men as well, because men can have children much older in life, but they are also thinking about, do I want to be an old dad? What if I don't have the energy to run around with my kids if I don't have children until I'm 50 or something like that? But for the most part, again, that has to do with avoiding the punishment of doing things too late. As opposed to when a person is out there dating and they meet the love of their life or the one or just a really great person who makes them happy and they get excited because they realize they've never had it this good before with anybody else and that it's so exciting to think about having found the right person and having found someone who completely gets you and thinking about what your future will be like, knowing that you're with this person who watches your back and cares about you and wants what's best for you. Now that is a carrot to be running towards. That is a future to be looking forward to. Now, if you're running towards an obvious carrot, like a great person that you've met, that's okay. That's easy. Life becomes easier from then on. But if you're avoiding the stick of being old when you get engaged or married or have kids, then that might mean that you settle down with whoever's in front of you at the right time. And that is just a way to avoid the pain of being potentially alone in life. And usually when people are in those situations, they don't make the right decisions. And I do feel like that biological clock thing is like a game of musical chairs. When the music stops, a lot of women will just sit down at the nearest chair or sit down with the nearest person and get married in order to have kids and not be alone or even to just get married by a certain time in order to not wind up alone and that gets people to make the wrong decisions out of fear now of course the carrot and the stick is more obvious, I think, in work relationships than anywhere else. Everybody knows about the bosses who don't ever notice the good things that you do and they only notice the bad. You are motivated by their stick. And then there are other types of bosses too. There are bosses who get excited and, and get the team excited about a goal and try to move everybody in some direction that has to do with the future success of the company and your personal success. And that does work too. That's a carrot that works for a lot of people too. So to get more specific about this, you might be motivated because you have a boss who gets angry or yells at you when you do something wrong. And so you do whatever it takes to avoid that stick because it's painful. 
or just to avoid being written up if you know that you're always a little bit late to work and your boss starts to notice you might get up a little bit earlier because you're afraid that your boss is going to write you up if you end up being late one more time or even being motivated by being fired or being laid off that people will do whatever they can to avoid these types of sticks. And a lot of times it goes bigger than the job. It is bigger than the job because it's about paying your bills and you have X number of bills and X number of dollars coming in. And if you can't pay those bills, meaning that you get laid off or fired or let go in some way, or you get laid off or fired or something goes wrong with your job, it translates to, I can't pay my mortgage, I can't pay for my car, it becomes bigger. And the fear of that, the fear of losing your house or losing your car or losing your lifestyle in general is that fear-based stick that keeps you trying very hard even when you are miserable at a job. It's the idea of being broke that is the stick that motivates you more than anything else, more than any kind of potential happiness. Now there can be many types of carrots in the workplace. Some people aren't totally motivated by money. Some people need that meaningful job, that work that makes them feel like they are contributing to society, that they are making a difference, that they are making the future better for a group of people or for the world in general. And that is the carrot that keeps many people moving forward. And there are other people that the money does motivate them, but in a good way. They're looking for promotions, they're looking for more money, they wanna buy that boat they've been eyeing, they want bigger and better material goods in their life or a general lifestyle. But for the most part, they will do what it takes to get the fun things to happen, right? that make their lives better in some way. If you've ever heard anybody say, work hard, play hard, or work hard, play harder, right? These people are motivated by having a fun lifestyle and that they might work harder just because they want that. They want the jet ski or the motorcycle or the vacations to Europe, whatever it is, they are motivated to go forward towards gaining those things. Some people at work are simply motivated by the challenges and the responsibility that they have at work. They might like to lead a team or be relied upon in some way that that helps their self-esteem along and they enjoy feeling like that like they're needed and wanted and important. And that is the carrot that keeps them moving forward at work. 
So carrots and sticks can appear in all walks of life, whether we're talking about what's going on inside of you and how you are motivated on the inside, intrapersonally, how you're motivated interpersonally with your relationships with other people, and how you might be motivated at work. But the reason that this all came up for me recently, just in making observations at work and in my personal life, is that one of the things that became clear to me is that most people are mostly motivated either by fear, the stick, fear of something bad happening, and their actions in life reflect that, that they don't actually get motivated unless something is terribly wrong and they have to sidestep something bad that's about to happen. And so they move forward when the stakes are high and the cost is great if they don't. Whereas other people are just sort of not too terribly bothered by that kind of stuff because they're always sort of keeping their eye on the prize, that they are looking forward to how their life could potentially be better. Having a very optimistic concept of future that they will look ahead of themselves and say, Oh my goodness, I'm satisfied for the most part, but things could be even better. And so they try to move forward towards their goals of making their lives better. Now, my observation that I had in both my personal and professional life is that the people who are constantly moving towards that carrot, the people who are moving towards the shiny things in life, the things that make them happy, the things that make them excited, those people are doing well psychologically. It's the people who spend their lives trying to watch out for landmines and sidestep landmines and negativity who are waiting and watching for a crisis to occur before they ever get motivated to act. So in a sense, it's sort of like being paranoid, right? Just kind of always looking over your shoulder to see what could potentially just go wrong. And when you see that thing that looks like it could go wrong, then you do whatever you can to avoid that bad thing from happening. And so in a sense, it's like living your life completely fear-based. And it's the people who do that, who do live their lives from a fear-based perspective, like, I'm a failure, or if I don't hurry up and have kids, it will be too late. Or if I don't go to this crappy job, I won't be able to handle my bills. It's the people who live their lives from that fear-based perspective 
that are really mostly depressed and stressed out and they don't enjoy themselves often there is not a whole lot of joy in life and they don't get excited to move forward they consider life to be sort of a bunch of bad crap that happens to you and you've got to deal with it no matter what and i'm not sure how sustainable that is long term if you don't have something that you're working towards that excites you and makes you want to grow and do better then life kind of does just sort of lose its meaning and it just becomes this painful thing that we all have to sort of deal with until we die and so I would challenge you to take a look at what your default position is. Are you a person who is constantly running towards the carrot or are you the person who's trying to avoid the stick and avoid getting beaten? And think about how much joy you have in your life or don't have in your life because of this point of view and figure out what you need to do next. Be well, and thank you for listening.